0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. Okay, one note before we get to today's podcast, which is a really good one. Uh, I know a lot of you like this podcast and you wish you could maybe get some more information on everything that I talk about here with the Zacks rank, how the earnings estimates work, um, charts and all of that, visual things. Well, now I have my own room on StockTwits. Go over to StockTwits Premium Rooms. You can find me under the Zach's Earnings Insights Room. Now, Zach's, we have three rooms over there, so make sure you find the right one. Zach's Earnings Insights, and you can sign up to get all of my talkings on all these things I'm over there. It's like works like a Twitter feed, and nobody's over there yet, actually. Nobody's joined me in the premium room. They only launched these a couple of weeks ago, and so I'm just sitting over there talking to nobody, being lonely. So if you're interested in getting more info, head on over there to StockTwits Premium Rooms. Yes, it's not free. It costs you something. It's $14.99 a month. But I'm posting a ton of really good information on what's happening in earnings season, the earnings charts, even more than I normally post on StockTwits or Twitter, and I'm doing a lot of price and consensus charts and what next earnings season looks like. So just a lot of discussion over there. If you're interested in getting even more information than this podcast, which I know some of you are, head on over to StockTwits Premium Rooms. Okay, now on to this podcast, because a lot of things are going on, especially with value stocks, and this one is backed by popular demand. I know you guys were requesting this one, so we're talking about the semiconductor stocks again. Are they values, or are they the value trap? Now, the last time we looked at this sector was a couple months ago. I had Kevin Cook on the Market Edge podcast to look at the semiconductors and what was kind of going on there, because he's kind of our semiconductor. No, know it all. He knows way more about what's going on in the sector than I do. So I had him on to talk about it, but a lot has happened since that episode. And then I have covered on this podcast whether or not they were values or value traps, but I thought I only did it a couple months ago. But no, I had to keep going back and back and back to find out when I last did this episode. And it was in December, 2017. So 11 months ago was when I last covered whether or not they were values or value traps. That was a long time ago because a lot has happened in the last year. And um, just a reminder, the last time I did it, pretty much everything was a value. I don't remember any of them being in traps last time. So everything was a value and um, you know it, it was looking good. Everything was cheap, and uh, you could still be buying in a year ago. But things have changed, as I said, so we're gonna cover all of that, but let's revisit what a value trap means. For those of you who are just joining us and haven't heard one of these episodes, it's always good to get a reminder about what I mean by value trap. So obviously, uh, these, we're asking whether or not these stocks are a value, so that's like the first prong. So if it's a value, that's mainly going by the cheap valuations like a PE under 15. You could use other value metrics too, but the easiest one is just the PE. So that's what we're going to use. So is it a value? Does it have the PE under 15? And then to figure out whether or not it's value trap, you have to look beyond just the valuation. You have to look at the estimates. So that's the key, are the estimates, the earnings estimates. So we're going to look at are 2019 estimates rising or have they been cut? That's like the first question you should be asking. Then look to see, is there earnings growth expected in 2019 or will there be an earnings decline? So are you suddenly seeing earnings peaking and then now now they're going down versus a year ago when we were looking at these stocks, earnings were still on the increase. The estimates were being raised for the future. The um, earnings growth was there still. So that's what we're gonna look at because a value trap usually has declining earnings. They look cheap. That's why it's a value stock, right? Because they got a good PE and it's cheap, but it's got declining earnings instead of rising earnings. So that's where the trap part comes in. Okay, so I picked out five of the big names and I'm going to tack on a sixth one too because I know some of you are probably interested in the sixth one that I'm going to do, but it's really five of the big names that we all know and we've talked about in the past just to kind of see what's going on and I was surprised on a couple of these. So let's jump right into it. The first one is NVIDIA. Now this is the beast. This is the one that uh, defied all expectations, kept going up, just hit a new high earlier this year, tickered is NVDA. Everybody knows it and watches it. Just reported earnings. So I was waiting for it to report so that I could do this episode. And um, so most of the earnings estimates are probably in, but there might be one or two stragglers still to come in from the analysts, but we still have a good idea now of what they think is going to be happening. So fiscal 2018, they made $4.92. Fiscal 2019, so this is the upcoming year, they're expected to make 774. That's earnings growth of 57%. And then fiscal 2020, we already have those numbers in, expected to make 809. So that's only about 4.5% earnings growth, but it is earnings growth. But looking at those estimates, they both, uh, 2019 and 2020, have seen estimate cuts. There have been six cuts for 2019, five for 2020, the Most of the cuts have come in the last 30 days. Obviously, they just reported. That's when the analysts are going to be changing stuff. So we had 796 for 2019, and then it's come down to 774. We had 873 for 2020. And now it's only 809. So that's a, where the big cuts have been. Now, shares are down, down 35% over the last month and it's gotten cheaper. It's not quite a value stock yet. So I can't even say is this a value or value trap, but it's getting closer. It's trading at 18.7 times now. So that's cheaper than what it's been at. It's been at 25, even close to 30 times, I think in recent past, but it's not quite like dirt cheap, like some of the ones we're going to (laughs) cover shortly but still cheaper. If it came down a little bit more and got into that value category, I would be even more interested. But is this a trap? Let's say it did come down further. Um, is this a value or is it a trap? It's not a, it's not a trap. Not, not really. Even though those estimates have been cut, there is still some earnings growth there. So I like that, but that growth is slowing and there's no guarantees that 2019 is going to hold... At these levels and that there won't be further cuts or that 2020 is going to hold at these levels either because those are some severe cuts for 2020. So I don't like that part of it. It's not a trap yet, but the growth is really slowed. So if the growth is really slowing, I need to pay less for the shares. So 18.7 times isn't going to float my boat yet, even though I know Citron is like, we're jumping in and (laughs) and they're buying it. But at 18.7, not quite cheap enough. If this sold off some more, I would maybe be interested here. So I'm keeping this on my watch list, but Nvidia, not a trap, not quite a value. So let's keep a watch on that one. Okay. Switching over to Lamb Research, Just this is ticker LRCX. This is on the wafer side. Uh, they have a PE of 10, so it does fall into the value stock category automatically. And now let's take a look at the estimates. So fiscal 2018, they made 1787. Fiscal 2019 expected to make 1437. So right away you're like, meh, wah wah. <laughs> it's declining and it's pretty severe. That's an earnings. Decline of nineteen point six percent, but fiscal twenty twenty is supposed to jump back up. I don't know; they're seeing a turnaround there. That's supposed to go up back up to seventeen oh seven, so almost right back up to fiscal twenty eighteen. But I don't like where it's where it's going. That fiscal twenty nineteen um, has you know fallen that dramatically. And over the last month, these shares are down just 0.6. So they're holding on pretty good. Year to date though, down 24%. That's why we're getting the cheap, cheaper PE here. But I would consider this one to be a value trap here until I get some more clarity on these earnings and what the analysts are thinking on these estimates. I don't like that big decline there. So yeah, I'd be on the sidelines on this one, waiting for it to get a lot cheaper and some more clarity on the estimates. Okay, switching to our third stock. It is Micron, which used to be the star of the value investor podcast for many months. Micron was in almost every one of my screens because it is so cheap and the growth story looks so good. So let's check in and see what it's doing now. It's as cheap as it's ever been. And I know Jim Cramer on CNBC constantly complains like Micron, Micron, Micron. It's so cheap. PE is just 3.6. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw any major company with a PE of 3.6. So immediately you're like, I must buy this. Look at it. It's it's super cheap. But let's take a look at those earnings. So fiscal 2018, uh, they made 1195 So then looking at fiscal 2019, they're expected to make 1020 So immediately again, just like with Lamb Research, Wah. like they're they're going down. It's a decline of 14.6% there. And then fiscal 2020 doesn't look all that great either. Unlike Lam where it bounced back, this is also further decline so they're expected to make only 916 in 2020. That's a decline of 10%. So over the last 30 days because Micron reports either very early or very late, depending on how you look at it, in the earnings cycle. So they reported a while ago now already. They, um, uh, again, one analyst has already lowered again in the last 30 days for both fiscal 2019 and fiscal 2020. So they heard maybe some of the other earnings reports coming in and thought, me, I'm still not where I need to be on Micron. It's probably not going to be all that great again when they report. So we're going to lower now. So this appears super cheap, but this is pretty dramatic earnings decline. It's going from eleven ninety five to ten twenty to nine sixteen. This is the cyclical nature of these stocks. This is what they do. You have um, the earnings will come down, and then they will bottom and start back up again. So, but because of that, this is the classic case of it being a value trap right here. We got the low PE, but the earnings are declining every year here. And the shares are down 17% um, year-to-date over the last month, down almost 10%. Not surprising. They are very weak here. But this is, again, the cycle, the... Um, A lot of semiconductor stocks will come down when the earnings comes down, understandably, and then they'll bottom out and then start to rise again as the earnings picture changes. But not expected to see that change for a couple of years here now. Uh, So that's Micron, ticker MU. Then... I got asked to do this one because I have been actually basically avoiding this company on a lot of these podcasts about the semiconductors because, to be frank, it's kind of boring, but maybe not so much now. So the fourth stock is Intel, ticker INTC, and it's trading with a PE of 10.6, so also very cheap right here. So let's take a look at these estimates. So 2017, it made $3.46. 2018, it's expected to make... $4.53. Four dollars and fifty-three cents. So that's actually earnings gain of thirty point nine percent. Some of that um, might be tax cut related, but nevertheless, for thirty uh, point nine percent earnings gain. Then the key is twenty nineteen. What is it looking like next year? Well, it's it's expected to make four dollars and fifty-nine cents. So 453, 2018, 459, 2019, that's a gain of 1.4%. So basically flat going into next year so far. Now, 16 estimates have been raised for 2018 and 16 have moved higher for 2019. So the analysts are all in agreement pretty much because none have lowered in that time that they were underestimating what was happening here with Intel and they've been raising as the company has reported. Now, over the last month, these shares are actually up 5.3% and year to date, they're up 1.1. That's not too shabby given what's going on with a lot of the other semis and just tech stocks in general. So is this a value stock or a value trap? Well, you know the answer, it is a value stock here. We don't have the declining earnings, even if they're kind of flattish. It's not declining and it's cheap. So this could be one that you might want to hide out in possibly. Um, that's why I said in the beginning, I haven't really talked about this one because compared to the others, it has been rather boring. But maybe boring is good when you have this kind of volatility and the cycle happening in a lot of these semi-stocks. You want one that's a little more stable. This is Uh, company Intel pays a dividend of 2.5% as well. So you're getting that in addition to the cheapness. So keep this one on your radar. If you're tired of the volatility of the other semis, but you still want to own the sector, Intel INTC is a value stock right here. Okay. Then switching over to the fifth company, Applied Materials, AMAT. This is on the wafer side again. PE is just 9.3, so pretty cheap. But let's look at those estimates. So fiscal 2018, they made $4.45. Fiscal 2019 expected to make $3.72. Sorry, sorry, it's on the decline, as you probably figured. So earnings down 16.4% for fiscal 2019. And um, it's down pretty dramatically in the last seven days because they also just reported earnings. So it's down from 421 d- down to 372. And then fiscal 2020, kind of the same story, but it does rebound a bit in 2020, just like LAM. So expect to make 418, which is up 12% by fiscal 2020. But over the last week, those estimates have also come down. Analysts were at 480, now at 418. No guarantee it's going to hold there, obviously. That's a long ways into the future. Anything can change, but I don't like the direction that these estimates are all going on. Some of these... Um, Over the last seven days, one has moved higher, but seven have been cut. And for 2020, four are just lowered. Um, Nobody's raised for 2020. Like I said, it went from 480 to 418. That's pretty dramatic. So um, this one does pay dividend. You get 2.3%. But is this a value or value trap? I think you know already this is the trap scenario again. Even with that gain in 2020, like Lamb Research, I don't like the big... Uh, cuts for 2019 but this is normal this is the cycle year-to-date these shares are down 32 percent um, over the last month though they're up 6.7 but still year-to-date getting hammered pretty good that's why you got the cheapness but still a value trap so those are the top five and um I wanted to tack on one a- a- added stock just to look at it even though it's not cheap that's why I didn't include it in the the five originals because this is the value looking at the value, even though NVIDIA is right on the edge. But I included that one anyways. But this one, Advanced Micro Devices AMD, has a PE of 41. So it's not cheap at all. But I thought I would take a look at it anyways to see what's going on with these estimates. And it's a, it made 17 cents in 2017. 2018 expected to make 46 cents. So that's a gain of 170%. Pretty dramatic. Um, 10... Estimates are down in the last 30 days. Two only are higher. So there have been a lot of cuts, but still seeing pretty good earnings growth there. And then for 2019, also the same, expected to make 65 cents. So that's another 41% earnings growth. But again, 10 are down, only one is higher. So these, these estimates are going in the right direction. They're going up, they're showing the growth. So this isn't a trap, even though they're being cut but not a trap, not yet, but not a value either. Still very expensive. So you're not getting the benefits of the value component here with this one, which is why I don't like it as much as some of the others. So um, one month it's down 23%, but year to date still up 75%, but these shares had been up 200% year to date. So it's down dramatically, but still up for the year. But we're going to have to watch that one and kind of see if it can get into the cheap zone. Um, And if it does, then we may be talking about it again here on this podcast. So as I said, I was surprised by some of these results. I didn't expect to find any value here. (laughs) I'll just be honest. I thought they would all be traps, to be honest. But they weren't. NVIDIA and Intel are not traps here. We're seeing more trappish-like behavior, though, with Applied Materials and LAM Research and definitely Value Traps, sorry to say, with Micron. I used to own Micron in the value investor portfolio. We did sell earlier this year. We sold all of the semiconductors that we owned in there and took our gains and just moved to the sidelines. Uh, I will be watching them again to see when they try to you know, try to bottom out, but the cycles don't just recover in like a quarter, at least not historically. They have not. It's taken a, a while longer than that for the cycle to work its way through again with, you know, too much inventory being produced. And then um, I know many of you believe the demand component is different this time because of the use in AI and in autos and gaming and Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and blockchain and all of this stuff. And that may be, but right now we are getting the cycle. So I'm keeping an eye on it. You should too, to see if maybe the cycle will be shortened a bit. But for now, we're only just entering into it. So I am expecting more estimate cuts Expecting some of these to even get cheaper before the cycle is done. Um, I will be continuing to watch Nvidia to see if that one sells off some more and gets into my my real value range, which is around 15 times. Then I might be interested, especially with that growth slowing. Because remember, as value investors, um, if that growth is slowing and we're not getting both a value and a growth stock, then I got to get it a lot cheaper. I can't be buying at, you know, 20 times if there's basically almost no growth, which is what makes Intel a little more attractive here. We have the P of just 10, but it's, you know, flattening out of the growth there going into 2019, but I'm getting it pretty cheap here. So if those shares were to sell off, which they're not really doing, but if they were, could be a lot more interested in in those as well. So... We've entered this phase of the slowing and the falling estimates again. So keep that in mind. I know you all still love this sector. I do too. I like looking at it and it will turn, but just not yet. So let's recap the tickers again and which are values and which are the value traps. So we had NVIDIA which is not quite a value, but it's getting close, but it's not a trap either. We had LAM Research, LRCX is the ticker. Well, NVIDIA, NVDA, if you don't already know. LAM Research, LRCX, it is a trap. Micron, MU, it is a trap. Intel, INTC, not a trap. It's a value stock. Uh, Applied materials, A-M-A-T, it's a trap. And um, our bonus one, we had, what was it again? Um, Oh, advanced micro devices, duh. Um, AMD, but that's not a value. It's not a trap, though. <laughs> it's in no man's land. It's um, We're waiting for that one to get cheaper. So I'm keeping my eye on that one as well. So there's a lot going on with the semiconductors. I'm going to be covering these, like I said, into 2019. I'll try to have Kevin Cook back on again to discuss what's going on, because like I said, he's kind of our semiconductor guru here at Saks. He's the one I turn to when I'm like, what's happening with it? So I'll have him on again in 2019, and I'll be talking about about a lot of interesting things in the value sector going into 2019. So you don't want to miss any of it. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We do have a standalone show on Apple Podcasts and we're on Spotify as a standalone show. And you can also get us on SoundCloud, but we're under the Zach's Market Edge there. But you do get two shows for one if you subscribe over there. But get us somewhere and don't miss a single episode uh, as we head into the holidays here. And I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks. Thank you.